Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. We've got a two-parter for you today. First, we talk about Scott's trip that kicks off tomorrow. He's headed down to, get this, he's flying into Tampa to go to Walt Disney World here for the next nine days. And he previews his trip, talking about why he's flying to Tampa and some of the fun stuff he's going to do, including... A couple of H2O glow nights, a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party. He's staying at Coronado Springs, so we get some ideas of where he's going to dine and his adventures that he has planned, so we talk about that right off the bat. And then we do kind of a performance review for Walt Disney World. What is Walt Disney World doing really well right now, and what does Walt Disney World need to improve upon moving into 2023? So here are thoughts on that as well. Don't forget today's podcast, as always, brought to you by the great travel agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. The Magic for Less Travel is an earmarked agency with Disney, which means they have been recognized for being the best of the best, and their services are absolutely free to you. So check them out for your next Disney adventure. They're over at the Magic for Less. Com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. That one extra click really does help support everything we do here on the show. Just click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all this podcasting possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every Tuesday. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2135 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, for BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. And you will find me on a Friday evening. Well, pretty soon, every Friday evening, you'll find me at the H, Francis Howell, the football field. But before that, if you're looking for me on a Friday night, check out LS Tecca over in O'Fallon, Missouri. It's where I get my number 15 combination, and uh, that's how I start the weekend. But we want you to start the weekend with us right here on the BR Guest Podcast, and so glad to have you here. So joining me today for some fun Disney conversation, a little progress report. We're going to do a little uh, performance review for Walt Disney World. We're going to pretend like we're big business executives today. We have Ricky, who actually works in the business world. Two people work in the business world, and I just pretend. So Ricky's joining us from themouseforless.com. Ricky, happy Friday. Hope you have a great weekend in front of you. Happy Friday. Yeah, uh, I have a few things maybe in mind. Uh, We'll see if they happen, but... uh... Otherwise, it'll be a relaxing weekend. So uh, not sure which way it's going to go. It's either going to be busy or relaxing. It just depends on how things go with me. So, yeah. All I know is I have a date date with a lawnmower because it just pours and then gets hot and then pours and then gets hot. Like you can literally like if I sat on the front porch, I know I sound again like like a 90 year old dude. But the way this like last maybe month, month and a half here in St. Louis is gone because it just pours and then it just gets so hot and steamy. You could watch the grass literally just go. Like, I, bet, I cut yeah. the grass and I turn around. It's like, it's, it's tall again. Like I mean, so I'll be, it'll be a date with the, the John Deere this weekend, I think again. Got it. No yep. Fun. Yep. That was Brian last weekend. The grass was super high. So he had to go out and cut it. But 
But I mean, I got my lawn tractor, so it's all good. I like riding. Oh, there you go. Yeah, cruising on that thing. It's it's every 12-year-old's dream, man. I finally got one when I'm 48 years old. So I'm just like, yeah. Because everybody, peer pressure, all the old dudes in the neighborhood had one. Got to close out. I'm living living the dream since last, uh, last fall. Anyway, also joining us from Michigan, but very soon to be Walt Disney World, Coronado Springs for part of the trip. We have Scott. What's up, Scott? Happy Friday, Mike and Ricky. I'm doing a little packing today as I will be taking an early flight tomorrow for Walt Disney World. But Ricky, I think one of these Fridays, you and I need to go to El Azteca and we could just make fun of Mike. Well, I, I like this idea. We'll yes. just sit at a nearby table and watch him and just tell funny stories about Mike and tease him. I think this is a great idea. I'm in. Let's go. Let's do it. So I, I love Alice Tecca, but the thing that I don't get that I used to have at Las Fuentes, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I would always give my Las Fuentes updates. I've met many, I'm not kidding, many podcast listeners at Las Fuentes over the years. People passing through St. Louis, we'd always meet up, have dinner at Las Fuentes. I have so many pictures in Google Photos that pop up. You know, one year, you know, seven years ago, and it's me and some listener of the show at Las Fuentes having a having a meal. But the thing, like, Aztec is great, but I just don't have, like, my my Sarita. Like, Sarita uh, was our waitress that we had every time, and she was amazing. And we have great waiters and waitresses at El Azteca, but we don't have, like, one. You know, we still, we're still relatively new to the neighborhood. I mean, we've been here a few years now, but we just don't have that, like, one person, which, you know, that, that goes a long way with me. I'd rather just have my one person. I don't have to order. I come in, like, they know. You know, I don't have that yet. I'm not like, you don't have like the cheers. Like everybody knows your name thing. You'll get there. I know. That's my goal. We'll see if it happens. Maybe okay. you could be that guy. Maybe you could be a server at El Azteca and then you could be that guy for someone else, Mike. You know, I thought about that, but you know, I think my perfect role at a Mexican restaurant would be just the chip guy. Like the guy oh, that. Yeah, is, the I, runner, the chip I, runner. Exactly. I don't think you could screw that up. Like I'm worried that I would mess up if I had to do like, because like when big parties come in, I don't know how yeah. good I would do about that because. Pam used to work as a waitress at Casa Gallardo, which was a huge Mexican chain here in San Luis, super popular. And uh, she was great at it. She's like super good at that kind of stuff. I would freak out under pressure, but I've always thought like, I can handle the chips and the salsa. Like if somebody comes yeah. in, you say hello, you drop off. Some, I mean, everybody loves the chips. And you gotta have like a towel around your shoulder too. Your I don't know yes. why, but they always have the towel. Maybe just to wipe down the table a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, everybody loves, nobody's mad at the chip person. Like you're no. giving out free product. Chips and salsa, people are hungry. Everybody loves the chip guy. Like I can be Sometimes the chip I even guy. give him a wink and say, Can I get two? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And I'd be like, sure, I'll get you three. I don't care. You know, so yeah. the chip guy in my future. Anyway, we have to get a shirt that says I want to be the chip guy. Okay, so we're gonna kind of take this kind of two ways is today. This show always crazy the first five yeah. minutes. Stupid. Anyway, so Scott, like he said, headed down to Walt Disney World here tomorrow. And I thought we'd just do a quick preview of what he has in store for his trip. We kind of teased this this Sunday night and on the replay yesterday. So, Scott, give us just a couple highlights of something you're looking forward to on this trip. One thing you teased on Sunday night, you're flying into Phoenix. No, you're not flying. Exactly. But, but you're not flying into MCO it's this It's weird. Time. I got the worst travel agent. They booked me a flight yeah, to Phoenix. Yeah, what's up with that? You're like, man, it's a long drive yeah. to the, to the uh, hotel. Right. Ahead, but no, no, I am not driving. I'm not driving. I'm not flying into Orlando. Um, I'm doing something different this time. I'm flying into Tampa. Mm. Um, never done that before. So I'm always about new experiences. This wasn't like intentionally like, oh, yeah, I want a new experience. So let's fly into Tampa. It was more of a, hey, the flights to MCO are two to three hundred dollars more than flying to Tampa. Like, let's just do that. Rent the car and like be on our way. I don't think it's going to be that much longer of a drive. Ricky, have you ever I know you normally drive anyway, but do you have any experience with Tampa at all? 
I actually have been to Tampa a couple of times. Once was um, when uh, Brian and I, uh, it was a long time ago. Gosh, it was 2006 or something. Uh, and it, again, it was like a cheaper way to get into Orlando. And so we were like, okay, let's just go to, you know, Tampa. Um, and there's a Hyatt there. So we stayed there. Um, and then, um, I went, actually went there for work as well. Um, somewhat recently. So, um, but it's, it's, it's an, it's a nice, I mean, I've done the drive. I remember, I, I think I remember there was a lot of construction at the time, but who knows if that's, you know, it was right. what, 15 years ago. So <laughs> Hopefully they're done with the construction. I don't know. They may not be. So never, never I'm excited. I mean, am I running a Tom Brady? That's what I was going to say. Know. You're such a big Tom yeah. Brady fan. I thought that's why you're going there. You know, big yeah. Michigan guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're funny, Mike. But, yeah. But, uh, but I mean, I love like cigar brewing. Like I know they're out of Tampa, like, but that's, I don't think I'm going to like try to go there. It's going to be crazy on a Saturday. Like, plus we want to get to the resort, you know, we want to get, you know, checked in the Coronado. So we're going to be staying at Coronado this trip. Uh, haven't done Mike. I have not done like the traditional like Coronado rooms. We've been talking about this, and it seems like a long time. It's probably only been like three or four years, but it seems like it's been a long time. So excited to stay like in a Casitas or a Ranchos instead of the Tower because like those rooms, man, they used to be like a lifesaver for my family on like on those first few trips. You know, like let's stay moderate. You know, let's stay in one of these rooms, and like I loved like those outer rooms at coronado wouldn't you agree with that no i agree i love those rooms i mean the thing is like i've been spoiled by grand casino tower because the deals have been so sweet on the tower rooms and they feel so deluxe when you're in the tower right. but then again you know like I, I stayed in one of the regular rooms at coronado just recently and i'm like these are awesome rooms and they have you know they're just i think i was in the ranchos and i just love just the look of the out i know that like you don't ever see the exterior of your building hardly but like when i was outside to go for a morning actually i ran at the uh at the health club because i'm just i've become like a treadmill like yeah. snob i don't like we'll work know, on that we'll I, work know, on I, that don't, I don't i used to hate them but the thing is like you, you know it. i just i just like like when i was in the ranchos i just love walking outside my room and seeing like the rocks and the cacti yes. and I don't know. Yes. Like, it's just like, I love this. And it just made me excited to stay there. It it's funny. Cool. Like I get this thought, like I have like a weird like memory of things. And like, I was before I even knew Ricky, but I remember her years ago before I met any of you talking about the Coronado and how it reminded of her when she like lived in New Mexico. So like every time I'm there, I think like I'm in New Mexico and like Ricky's going to pop out of the corner or something. Hello. <laughs> when I think but, of that, uh, I think of Ricky, Ricky and her battle with Hotchberg and the green chili kind yeah, of thing. So the green yeah. Chilies. You know, that, that yes. was, that was yeah. a thing for like, you know, a decade ago. Yeah. yeah. This is true. Yes. But Cor but Cornell is an awesome spot. You know, like I just, yeah, I, I love those rock works like in the ranchos. It's just, it's just a fun resort. Um, and I love the pool. So like, you know, the gardeners, like we definitely got to do our pool time. I know the dig site can get crazy at times, mm -hmm. but I love those outer quiet pools. You know, sometimes you'll find yourself just like the only ones there, you know, so you, you can kind of get a little rowdy, you know, have fun, you know, maybe bring a Bluetooth speaker, have a little bit of, you know, we talked about Wham and Captain Tennille and the Jackson 5 on the last episode, maybe you know, bring your own playlist to go around. So that's, so that's pretty fun. Uh, real quick, though, I'll jump in here because uh, Nurse Josh here is in our live chat. Says my his favorite's Cabanas. We had a water view corner room, and it was beautiful. Also, right next to a bus stop. And you also mentioned dig site. There's something about the dig site pool at night. It, oh, it's gosh, I, so I love the. I mean, all the pools at Walt Disney World night swimming is killer. Like I just love yeah. it because I mean, it's the sun's not going to burn you. It's just great. But I mean, something about the dig site at night. It just has a has a weird kind of calm energy, which is kind of like an oxymoron, but it does. I love it. I love yeah. it. Go ahead. And I'll hit on a couple of things we're going to do, but let me ask the two of you this question, because like 
um, Josh has kind of brought this up. So I originally had a water view room and Mike, you kind of talked about you're in those outer rooms. So you really don't see a view from your room. Like when you get out the door and then if you see the pool, like that's pretty awesome. But I was talking to Elizabeth. I'm like, yeah, we got a water view room. She was like, why? Like, why do we have a water view room? Like, there's no, she was like, there's no point to that. Like, I'm like, well, we'll be a closer walk to the pool. She's like, it's already going to be 110 degrees. Like it saves me two minutes. Like, why don't we save some money and get a standard room? So you listen to the wife, you know, when yeah, she says like, true. you know, you move to a standard room if it's available. So I moved to the standard room, but how did you two feel on that? Like, cause I like, I don't know. I like having the water view room, but Elizabeth makes a good point. Like I'm not ever really going to see it from the room. So why not go standard? I, I always go standard view. I, I'll be honest because I never, like I ha when I have booked, like for uh, one of the race weekends at Pop Center, I had preferred pool view because it was just the only thing left. And it was great because it was the shortest walk to the uh, to the food court and everything. And it was right, you know, 60s overlooking the pools. And it was great. But I mean, it was only because it was the last thing left. So I was paying extra. But, yeah. uh, you know, like you said, you're going to you're going to you can save money and it's only going to save you a few steps here and there. I don't know. Ricky, what about you? Do you always go standard view? I mean, I always go standard view unless it's like a difference of like a couple of dollars and then maybe I'll do another view. But yeah, I usually always do standard view. Yeah, and it ended up saying $200 of what we had. So like I looked at that like, hey, I can go, well, can you can go get that? a nice yeah. meal somewhere instead. Exactly. How can you use $200 somewhere else? That's kind. Of, that's what I'm Many ways, at. as you'll find out because we're doing <laughs> a hard, we're doing a hard ticket party, two of them. So we're going to do that night that we fly in. This is a crazy day. We're going to oh go my to, gosh. we're doing Tampa. We're going to go to Three Bridges at the resort, you know, and then we're going to go to h2o glow nights wow um, yeah so that's awesome <laughs> see, no rest right no i like i like this but you're gambling because i tell my guests over at the magic for less this is kind of a risky proposition that when you're do a hard ticket event that's non-refundable on a travel day because you, you're doing two of them and you you're a big boy you're you know what you're doing i'm not I'm gonna a say gambler. Anything, but, but i mean i'm just saying like if you're if you're very cautious and conservative this is just something to think about it, you know highly, not, highly not recommended no, i'm just I saying say i mean but sure. you just you want to think twice about this because if you were to have a flight delay if you're doing like the christmas party and it's sometime where you know you're coming from alaska or something i don't know yeah. you just got to be careful i will say i felt better about this one because it's about a third of a cost as one of true. the that's true yes, one true, of the like yeah. it was like 60 dollars with the dvc or something i can't remember but I've always wanted to do one of these, so I'm super excited about that. You know, our friends, the Andersons are going to be there, you know, and uh, Beth is going to be there. So we're going to have like a big group. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then, you know, we got some great reservations. So we're going to go to Liberty Tree Tavern the next night. But what's funny, Mike, the night after that, we're going to do the Moonlight Magic at Typhoon Lagoon. We're going to go right back to nice. it and do another, do another hard ticket event. This wasn't planned the greatest because DVC announced the moonlight magic after we already purchased the h2o glow nights yeah. and i'm like you know what? i'm already on property like i've done one h2o glow night before and they were magnificent i love the way they took care of you so i was like well i'm not i don't want to turn it down you know i want to go for it again so so we're doing it again it might be a little bit different i don't know because it's dvc but it's funny uh my wife elizabeth like not the biggest water park fan, and yet we're going to go to Typhoon twice in three days. So, but you guys, we'll, you guys, Mike, we'll see if I'm still married after this trip. Well, no, we'll here's the thing, out. though. You guys always make time for the pool. Like you guys make right. time for the pool more than we do when we're on vacation. Like when we were at Disneyland, you guys were always taking time in the afternoon to go to the pool, and it was great. And so I think that this is this is fun. I mean, even if you just kind of chill out, have some snacks, and Typhoon has a great lazy river. I mean, yeah. if I had a couple snacks and just had some, you know, free time on the lazy river. 
I, I would imagine at Moonlight Magic, you might get a little swag for being DVC. I mean, that might exactly. be a good night right yeah. there. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know if I shared the story on the live show, but I'll share it. So like, I, I'm sitting here thinking like, do I, do I book this? Like, do I get in the queue? So I'm in the queue and then like, it's counting down. Like, you know how they kind of do those like, that's, why, that's how like they get number. you because you, it's yeah. FOMO if you don't do it. Yeah. Totally yeah. Right. I'm in the queue. I'm like, I'm going to stay there. And then like, I'm thinking like, well, if I already did H2O glow nights, like 48 hours before, like, do I want to go to this? My thought process was like, worst case scenario, I go in, I get some sodas, a couple Mickey sandwiches. There you go. And then I'm good. So I get in and I text Wade. I'm like, who's also DVC? I'm like, hey, like I got in the queue, like it's ready now. And then like he messages me like, I don't know, 45 minutes later. He's like, hey, I got in too. Worst case scenario, I think I can get some sodas <laughs> and some Mickey sandwiches. There you go. <laughs> so we're on the same, same thought process there. So it should be fun. But that's not all I'm doing for hard ticket events. So, you know, three nights, two Typhoon Lagoon, like night events. And the next night, I'm going to the second Not So Scary Halloween party. So that's three hard ticket events in four days. Mike, this is like getting ridiculous. Right? My, guy, my guy's got an annual pass, but he's paying for all this admission like every night of his trip so far. Right. That's how they get you with the annual pass though, because <laughs> exactly. they, the cost has already been paid. You're like, oh, well. Oh, I can go ahead and do this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a little extra, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, we're going to do Not So Scary with the same group that we had at Typhoon Lagoon. So it should be a lot of fun. We already we gotten some great questions about like do you, how do you handle your dining? I like to always eat before the Nassau Scary Halloween party at a at a monorail resort, so you're close to the Magic Kingdom. So we're gonna go to Grand Floridian Cafe, nice. have a nice meal there, then uh, just party it up in 110 degree weather. That's oh, gonna be awesome. Merry Merry Christmas! Almost said Happy Halloween. Yeah, boo right. you. Yeah, <laughs> eat your chocolate quickly, Fort Mill. Yeah, but guess what, guys? That's it. That's it for hard ticket events. No more hard ticket events the rest of the trip. Um, but yeah, so then it's going to be a lot of the usual stuff, right? You know, we're going to go to the theme parks, try to maybe try to wake up early because you want to beat the heat and some of the crowd. Um, but then like, and just take breaks during the day and go swimming. Uh, we'll have the car. So, you know, my family likes to do like miniature golf. So maybe we'll go on a miniature golf excursion one day. The thing is, it'll be so freaking hot for that too, you yeah. know? So it's going to be, it's going to be tough, but, um, but yeah, so we're going to do some new dining too. So since we're staying at Coronado, we're going to try Toledo, which we've never done yes. before. That's good because so, we need to talk about that because I've never been there. Yeah. So Jody uh, recommended it, you know, fellow mm -hmm. lizard from uh, Cincinnati area. She said her and her husband like really loved it. So got to try that. And it works out when you're staying at the resort. It's nice to try the resort dining mm -hmm. options. So definitely going to do that. And then we're going to do one of our last meals of the trip, which we've never done before is Hoop-de-Doo. So nice. excited nice. to finally do Hoop-de-Doo. Um, already prepaid for too, which is kind of nice. It kind of hurts when you make that reservation yeah, when you're giving like when you're giving like two hundred dollars up front for something that you haven't had yep. yet. But then when you check out that night, you're like, oh sweet, I already paid for this. Yeah, so right. That'd be kind of nice. Bring on the chicken. Bring it on. Now, I've heard. So I've heard Hoopty Do has changed a little bit, right? Like I think they changed some. Like it's not quite the original like show. Yeah. Have you guys heard anything like that? Yeah, I've heard they've made changes. Okay, Ricky. If they, yeah, I've heard they made changes too. Yeah, I mean, they're changing everything, but I've heard the food is really good though. Still, so I mean, yeah, it's awesome. excited. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know what the original show was, so I had nothing to compare yeah, that's true. for. So, like, so hope it's just, who cares? Yeah, as long as it's just going to be awesome and they're entertaining and like you know we're just having a good time. But I think we did the six o'clock show. It sounds perfect. They have a four o'clock, which I know that's Mike Rallman dinner oh, time. Oh yeah, dude, but... that's that's the perfect time to eat. Yes, totally. <laughs> But we, but we went with a six o'clock. So let me ask you guys this question. So I, I don't know how I magically did this, but I have two ADRs for the same time on our last night. So I have Citricos, you know, love, love the re-theme with the Mary Poppins, you know, 
awesome, awesome menu, but I also have the cellier at the same time. Ooh. So I could possibly, you know, have the cellier, go see Harmonious, you know, end the night, like in a park, end the trip in a park with a show. What would you guys do? What would you guys do in this situation? That's a tough one because the thing is, like on your last night, do you want to be in a park because you get, you know, getting ready to go home, you want that last little taste of being in a theme park, seeing the fireworks like up close? Or do you just want to chill like you've had your fill at that point? You just want to have it relaxing. I mean, at the Grand Floridian, you could step outside maybe and see Enchantment from there. Yeah, I know. That's a tough call, right? Because then you can just avoid the crowds, basically, right? You can finish up your meal at the Grand Floridian, watch the fireworks, and then we'll be we'll be parked there with our car then you just walk back to the car and, and call it you can beat all those crowds right this is totally uh, one i would keep until 24 hours and to see how i feel because yeah, this one i think that's what i'm gonna do. i hate exactly, to do that because yeah. like someone might be wanting to book it i hate to be that guy but somehow disney let me book two at the same time i don't know how i got through their it maybe that'll be something on our list today on our report card yeah but, yeah, yeah yeah i would totally though because this is going to be one of those how do i feel the day before like yeah. am i just done with the theme parks and i just want to have a chill last day or do I, I want to do, do I want to try to do the guardians coaster from last night? Like right, maybe, right. maybe you get a reservation that morning for it or cause I'm assuming we have a, well, obviously we have to have a theme park reservation. Well, maybe not if we hop over, but yeah, if you get a guardians virtual queue time for later that day, then then maybe it makes sense to keep La Cellier. I don't know. I like your thinking. What would you do, Ricky? Do you have like a, do you lean one way? You're, you're more of a theme park person though. Than me. I am. And I think, because I don't think you've been to La Cellier in a while. I think I would probably go with La Cellier. So. so, Ricky, you know me so well. Like, I, I have not been to La Salle since the pandemic, actually. Yeah. Or so even, would, like, even a couple of years before then. So that's kind of why I booked it. I so. would do La Salle because it's been a while for you. So. I like that. I could go for some of that bread they have at the table, like all the provinces. Yeah, the pretzel oh. bread. Oh, oh, my God. The pretzel bread, the soup. Like, I like the oh, bread yeah. in the soup. Oh. You're just speaking Ooh, about that's gonna, Can I have you? both? Yeah. <laughs> how fast can you get from one to the other and have two signature yeah, meals? Okay. Exactly. All right. But so, super excited for the trip. Yeah. Then the next day we'll just fly out of Tampa. So I think it's a later flight. So maybe we, we might try to leave the resort early and maybe like hit some excursions on the way. Maybe like play a mini golf or something in Tampa or check out the area. <laughs> you, you need so. to go on the mini golf like a uh, tour. You need to go like a, you know, like a shooter. Yeah. You know, like, uh, get a, get the putter. Yeah. I am playing golf though. I'm playing uh, Lake Buena Vista again though, Mike. So I forgot to throw that out there. So very nice. Follow me on follow me on Instagram. I'll be I'll be posting it all the way. It should be a lot of fun, and it's going to be very hot. So you'll see me in the pool probably seventy five percent of the time. Hey, that's that's what vacation's supposed to be. We're finally figuring it out after a decade. You know, it's it's not supposed to be trying to get in thirty attractions on a day when it's a hundred and five degree heat index. It's just it kills you. Right. So, all right. So let's get to today's main topic. You're going to have a good time and we're going to miss you. But uh, when you get back, we'll have plenty to talk about. Lots of new experiences, which I like we to talk about the Halloween party. We can review that right off the bat for people going this year. Talk about your dining experiences. Talk about H2O glow nights. It'll be fun. But let's hit let's hit today's kind of uh, focus here and talk about a performance review. And this is going to be real long. We only have about 15, 20 minutes left in the show. Ricky, let me ask you, we, you know, you come in, your boss asks you kind of, you know, to bring you into the office, you're kind of sweating bullets, like, no, no, you're doing a great job. But like corporate makes me do this. They make me, <laughs> you know, go through this form and I have to ask these questions. And you're just like, well, why do you make me sweat this out? I like working here. Why, why are you doing this to me? I hate right. this. I used to hate that as a teacher because teachers had to do them every year. The observations hated it. Yep. But anyway, and they were always fine, but I just hated the process. So yeah. we bring in Walt Disney World, and you always want to start off with something positive, right? So what is one thing you would say Walt Disney World is doing 
really well right now. Like you would praise them for this. Like I really like this happening at Walt Disney World right now. I think one thing that they're doing really well um, is the creativity in the dining at the restaurants, especially the newer restaurants. I feel like they're coming up with some really unique options for guests. Um, and I think like you look at Space 220 and everything that they've got there. Um, you look at, you know, Topolino's Terrace that that they've got some great items there. Um, you know, the the newer things that they, they keep bringing out, um, I feel like, at, you know, um, you know connections cafe that is a phenomenal menu as well so even the counter service is doing awesome with that kind of stuff so i feel like they're really coming out with some fantastic options that aren't just you know burgers and fries and chicken nuggets and everything like that like i really think that they're coming and thinking outside the box a little bit and trying some really unique things that that um appeal to a lot of demographics and not just you know chicken fingers and fries I agree. I think Which I know, of course, Paige's thing, but you know. But you got you got to do that, right? I mean, but you got to, yeah. I think what's really interesting is Connections Cafe. Like, yeah, it's a really intriguing menu to me because if you look at it, it's pretty simple because it's almost like a Chick Fil A sandwich. Um, kind of, yeah. The waffle thing is super tasty, but it's pretty basic. I mean, it's a waffle and. I, like I tear these things up, but I mean, it's really not super fancy. It's like, Oh, it's, it's a really light waffle with the whipped cream and some cherry sauce. And, but I mean, it's got like sprinkled, you know, like almost like powdered sugar on it. It's just a great combination. They also have some other options, but they all have kind of like an international flair kind of around right. you can kind of give it a feel like it could, it, it needs to be in Epcot, a, a park mm -hmm. that has world showcase. But yet again, it's almost like it's not super fancy food. It's not something that somebody that's a picky eater can really always shy away from. It, it's right. Is, is it like fancy or is it not? It's kind of like toeing that line. You don't know which way it's leaning. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it fancy or is it not? There's something there for everyone, I feel like. So I think they're doing a really good job with dining right now. Um, I've, I've been kind of really impressed with what they've been coming up with. Good call. Okay, Scott, what do you think? Okay, you got it. You bring Walt Disney World in. You know, we really like that you're doing this right now. You're on the right track. What would you say to that? They're going to get an elite rating because that's how we like there the rate in my, okay. in my company. So the top dog is elite, and they're going to get an elite rating for their room furbishments at oh, the resort. Oh, you took mine. That's good. <laughs> Mike, we're always on the same page. We are. We are. We are. So you'll have a lot to say about this too. But, yeah, like I just love like what they've done at Pop Century and like uh, the other values, but – I'm specifically thinking about like the Saratoga Springs resort, like the DVC room refurbishments with the, with the wall coming out, like the Murphy bed coming out of the wall. Like they have that at the Riviera for like my family that like my daughter, I don't know if like if Mallory had to ever sleep on those like pull out couches, which yep. they were fine, but like, these are so much more comfortable. You slept on one, even at the Riviera, Mike, when you stayed with us that one night, like, and it and it just helps with so much space, like, because I would take that pull-out couch and I would never put it back. And then I would be tripping over it for mm -hmm. the rest of the stay. Now you can just, when you're done, you can just lift it up back into the wall. You bring all this extra space in. Just And that's just one thing they're doing. But, like, a lot of the new technology, all the outlets and everything, just, I just love what they're doing with the rooms. That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, it kind of started with. They've taken a lot of cues from the cruise line, right? The efficiencies of the rooms. I mean, something as simple as taking the beds, right? Raising them up on a pedestal so that you could slide your suitcases under. So now you have a lot more storage in space that was wasted in the old hotel rooms. And think about it. Like now it's almost been a decade since the pop century refurbishments or close to it. 
And, you know, how weird was it at first when you saw that second bed that, like, you pulled out of the wall and it turned. Like, I remember the first time I heard about, like, wait, what? That, that The second bed's a, it's a table. Like, are you crazy? Like, what are you drinking? Like, it's not a table. And it is. Then you walk in, it's a table. Now, I don't ever use it as a table unless I'm, like, solo. And then I still usually don't. I pull it down and I just throw my second suitcase on it or something. But it's. They, they've been creative in what they've done. Like you said, like the power distribution, the organization with the, it's almost like Ikea stuff, especially the values of moderates. But the thing is, you know, they're kind of missing. My wife, she liked the look of the carpets in the old rooms because it felt kind of more comfortable. But it's also like a cleanliness and a hygiene mm-hmm. thing, and especially kind of going beyond COVID. You know, I think that we're all glad, right, that the carpet's all gone. Right? Mm-hmm. We, do right. we all agree yes. with that? Yeah, yes, we can agree. Ding the bell for that one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We're yeah. glad that the carpet is gone. Yeah, they were ahead of the game on that. And I think you're exactly right. Plus, they're taking rooms and they're giving a light retheme with characters with IP, which, again, was kind of scary. You know, you take something is is indelible In to face. the... Well, yeah. no, but something like the Polynesian. Like, you don't want to touch... Yeah. The, you got to tread lightly when you're talking about a remodel at the Polynesian because it is mm-hmm. such the Walt Disney World just experience as a whole you know it's been there since 71 you don't want to screw with it but they've taken moana and for you know i haven't stayed in these rooms yet but i've had guests after guests come on on the monday shows and they're like these rooms are great like moana is not in your face but you can find it if you want to my kid loved it i loved it it's not something that is just hitting you over the head but it works and like i've seen you know chippendale lightly in the wilderness lodge showers you know the thing is and then the ribby so you got like the in the one bedroom, we got the. We actually bought the the portrait because we love it so much, like the the Ratatouille, the Remy painting. But then, like, you pull down those beds, like you see this at Riverside. You see them at the like those fit sleepers that are under the TV. Like you'll see this great artwork of Tiana, like at Riverside or whatever, or Peter Pan. Like, like those touches like are so Disney, right? I mean, only Disney can do that. But like, I love seeing it. It's not like really in your face all the time, but then like. You know, you go to bed, you pull down the sleeper, and then, hey, oh, my God, that's awesome. There's Tinkerbell right there. I just love that stuff. I agree. Okay, so well, I'm going to kind of switch mine on the fly because mine was going to be the hotel rooms because I think that they're doing a great job of, you know, really keeping the hotel rooms because it seems like they are continuously rolling through the resorts and trying to keep them up to date. I mean, they, they have done a good job of that. I mean, we saw that even during COVID when things were shut down and labor was super tight, they were still working on hotel rooms in the closed resorts, which – Kind of unexpected, and I'm glad to see that. So I, on the fly, one thing I would call in Disney is say that, and again, some people are going to fight me on this one, but I will say on property transportation, Walt Disney World does a pretty good job of this, and I like what you're doing. And over the past five years with the, with the installation of the Skyliner, that is a very creative, outside-the-box way to get people from the studios, from Epcot to... And here's where I really like it. They took it to the value resorts. They took it to Art of Animation and Pop Century, Caribbean Beach, a moderate. But it's also there for the Riviera. It is tangentially there for the Epcot Air Resorts with Beach Club, Yacht Club, Boardwalk, Swan and Dolphin as well. I, I like it so much. But here's one thing I would tell the Walt Disney World there as they're sitting across the desk at the review. I like what you're doing. Let's do some more of that. Like that was a good first step. It's well, it's well received. It's efficient. It's uh, get high. It gets high marks from people that use your service. Let, let, Hey, you guys thought outside the box and you won. Let's keep this going. Let's maybe get a route over at Coronado Springs somewhere to, to animal kingdom or, you know, let's see what we can, let's keep going with that momentum. 
because you know there's kind of an explosion of travel right now let's keep that you know let's keep that infrastructure building going like let's so just take step one and stop let's keep it going but even the buses are very, rather efficient i mean i know sometimes you have bad luck the boats are pretty good i like the boats i mean i think the on property transportation for as many guests as they have to get as many different places it works well i give them i give them a high mark on that scott am i outside the am i wrong on that but i i think they do a good job with transportation all things considered all things considered yes i think they do a good job and some of us and i'm guilty of this too i know ricky mike we're all guilty of it sometimes we just get a little impatient and we're like man yeah. This bus is this bus has been like 25 minutes. Right. It's probably been like seven minutes. You know, we're just right. so because it's 110 degrees outside. But I mean, they do a really good job. They're efficient, and I love all the options. Right, like because like the Skyliner isn't for everyone. Like if you're afraid of no. heights, you know yeah. that might not be your thing. But you know what? You still have if you're staying at those resorts. Well, I'm thinking like the Epcot area resorts. You got you got boat transportation you could use too. You know, like yeah. or you can use the monorail. You got the buses. So I love that we have options. Um, Mike, it's funny you were talking about like you would like to see additional lines for the Skyliner because that makes so much sense, right? Like they can just add it on there. And I had this random thought the other day while I was playing, while I was walking. Um, I don't, I haven't like looked at like a like a like a bird's eye view of the resort, but like I wonder if part of the problem is is like the golf. Like maybe they can't do a, a line to Spring Disney Springs because it could go over the golf course, and if someone's playing golf, they could just smack right into a Skyliner, like off the tee. That's a good point. I think about that. That's a good point, yeah. Or like even like around the the, the Magic Kingdom, you you go over like the Palm and Magnolia. Like I don't know where their where the most ideal routes would be, but I wonder if like the golf courses interfere with it a little bit. I mean, I'm sure that maybe they could make them go parallel to the to the fairways. Yeah. You know, like yeah. make. You're right. Exactly, but like how I close? Think about, <laughs> like I didn't think about golf. Like that would be the worst thing you hit, like a, a bucket. Like while I mean, you're, you're at least you're in close. Like you're not going to get drilled by the ball. That's true. Like I mean, That's you're, true. you're safe. But yeah, you're right. Like if it was going perpendicular to the fairway, it's almost turning into like a mini golf like challenge. Like okay, I, I got to tie my tee shot. Boom. Because yeah. you know I'd be like, okay, I'm giving up. Like uh, I'm not going to try to get a par on this hole. I'm going to take the bogey. But I'm going to yeah. drill that. I'm, I'm going to try to hit that totally, goofy skyline. Yeah, totally, I'm totally drilling, uh, you know, uh, Lumiere on this next uh, bucket as it goes by. Just to scare the I'm sure it's not a, family. I'm sure it's not even a thing, but I was just like, <laughs> a funny thought came in my head. Like, oh my just God. teeing off and then seeing a bucket come overhead. Totally. Like, oh, like, am I going to hit this? No, that'd be totally like uh, ultimate uh, mini golf. Like, I'm getting, out yeah. the, I'm getting out the big dog, getting out the driver, and I'm hitting Lumiere on that orange uh, Skyliner bucket as it comes by on the seventh. It's like a game of horse. Totally, you just turn it into yeah, totally, all right, I hit that one. Now you know it's your turn. All right, so Ricky, let's go back the other way though. Here's we're kind of closing out the show. One thing that Disney, Walt Disney World, we need to work on this. You know, a little bit of work needs to be given to this area moving into 23. What do we say? So I think it's going to take a little longer than 23 before anything uh, gets done here. But um, I think that an area that really needs. Um, some love is you know disney's animal kingdom um you know it's been a long time since they've had a newer attraction i mean i know that pandora has been within the five years but when you think of how long it takes for disney to actually you know create attractions for the parks and things like that we're getting to the point in time where we need to start thinking about putting something else into disney's animal kingdom um especially with the fact that you know in in dino land usa i mean we lost primeval world which for some people that's a loss for some people that's not uh, but, you know, they had to tear the whole thing down. Uh, so, yeah, for Mike, it's not lost. Uh, but, you know, that so that whole area of the park, you know, whether you loved it or hated it in the original form, it's it's even, you know, it, it's even more 
there's just not a lot over there now. So, you know, I feel like that's an area that could really use some love. Um, and I just, I feel like that whole park could use some love. I mean, it's still to this day, it's the park that I think of last, you know, it's the park that I'm like, and it's beautiful. And don't get me wrong. I have a good time when I go there, but like, I'm not like itching to go to Disney's animal kingdom half the time. I'm still in the point where I'm like, eh, I haven't been there for a while. I should probably head over to Disney's animal kingdom, you know? So I, and I know it's a favorite for many people and, and don't get me wrong. I get that, but I feel like that park, it, it's getting to the point where it is going to need something. And I feel like if they don't announce something at D23 this year, it's a huge missed opportunity for them because that park is going to start feeling stale again here soon. So they really need to give that park a little bit of extra love and attention. And it doesn't have to be an e-ticket attraction. It can be I something, agree. you know, that is such a great C point. Everything does not have to be an e-ticket. It put your, light your hair on fire attraction. I agree. It can be a C or D ticket, but they just need to put some love, even if it was something like, you know, like what they're doing with the Moana thing in Epcot, you know, something over there. Gosh, that park could use some water. I mean, you know, <laughs> theme it around dinosaurs and you got a great idea over there for Dinoland USA. I don't know, but you got to do something to that park because it's going to get stale really quick, really soon if you don't. You know what, too, is you said that, I, you know, think about this, like, because we're all Walt Disney World fans. And it's kind of the beauty of having this podcast for almost 15 years at this point is that, like, we think of Pandora as being the new thing, right? I mean, it's right. We, we keep talking about it as new because we talked about it for years, like concept art, concept yeah, art. Exactly. Like, there's going to be this boat ride and there's, you know, Joe Rody's going to do. And I mean, that thing is like, it, it's, it's not new anymore. If you think about I, it, it, it is, but I think I saw it it's five year anniversary this year. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean it's, it's crazy how fast those things go. I mean, you're right. I mean, it's been five years. It, it, it makes sense to get something else cooking. That's yeah, crazy how time. fast that happens. It, it's Great, time. Point. Great point. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. Okay. Animal Kingdom love. Scott, what about you? Walt Disney World. We like what you're doing, but how about a little work in this area moving into the new year? Right, so I'm sitting down with you, you know, while there's really have the evaluation sheet and I'm talking about, I'm seeing how you evaluate yourself pre-year and you wrote down all these goals, okay. right? Like, oh, like it, deadlines. Yeah. Totally. And you are inconsistent at meeting your goals and deadlines for attraction construction. Yeah. I'm looking at Utron. I'm looking at Guardians. Now I know COVID-19 had an impact on there, right? We had the pandemic, you know, we had to stop construction for a period of time, but big picture, Walt Disney World is so slow at building attractions and it drives me nuts. So I know you set these goals out. I know you make these deadlines, but you're very inconsistent with your with your timing and you just can't meet deadlines. So you could perform a little bit better in this area. What are your thoughts? Oh, and so we see the person in the next cubicle, right? Okay, so we take see the person in the next cubicle down the street that can yes. build attractions rather quickly. And for the most part, I don't see pieces falling off those attractions. They can use, they can build tribute stores that they build for a temporary time being for three months that are just knocked out of the park fantastic. And they know they're going to tear them down in, in three months. And they build like the most miraculously incredible tribute stores. And we can't even get an attraction. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree so that's that's just some frustration. Like, to your, yeah, like the cubicle, the, the person next door is like excelling at this maybe you i know you two don't like each other very much right. but you kind of need each other 
you're not on the same team, but you're and they're building another park. <laughs> yeah. So you need to really step up your game if you want to get that bonus or raise for next yeah. year. So That's let's it. step up the construction timelines here yeah, a little just, bit. Just peek over that cubicle wall there and just see it happens. I mean, it can be done quickly. It doesn't have to doesn't have to be a decade, you know, for some no. minor thing. <laughs> Okay, well, so that's the thing with Pandora, I was gonna say this when you, like Pandora did hit its five year anniversary, right? In twenty seven because it built in twenty seventeen. My first trip to Walt Disney World was two thousand nine. The next year they're already talking about it. So it had like yeah, five years of build up. Yes. Plus right. the five years it's been in existence. So it really has like been a decade. It has been like talking a about Pandora, which is crazy to think. That is crazy. Okay, so my last thing, it's gonna be a quick one, because again, it's back to resorts. They need more hotel rooms on property. They just, the Walt Disney World, you just need more rooms. We need, we need a couple more hotels and we need a lot, you know, we need new Disney rooms because right now I can tell you just today working on the travel agent side of thing, I had three different guests contact me that they just, you know, they, they've gotten, you know, the, the kids are going back to school here, you know, it's back to school time and they found out, eh, you know, we're kind of looking at last minute trips, fall breaks and stuff. There are weeks in October, weeks in October where there is not one hotel room available on property. I mean, I'm not talking about a, a two-bedroom at Old Key West. I'm not talking about some Lagoon View at Grand Floridian. There is nothing available on property for weeks in October. And the thing is, I you know, I understand that you want to be efficient, right? It's all about efficiencies. You don't want to have unsold hotel rooms sitting there empty. But, but I think, too... We're, we're hopefully getting out of this COVID era. It wouldn't hurt to maybe build, you know, a new moderate and a new value somewhere and maybe even one more deluxe. I mean, I know they just built the Riviera, but maybe not a DVC hotel or maybe do it both ways, you know, but some, I think you need to build another moderate, a big one, you know, a lot of hotel rooms, a value, another pop century sized hotel, a lot of rooms and build a deluxe. I, I don't know how you guys feel, but I think three more hotels, one in each category. <laughs> ASAP. This needs to happen soon. Ricky, what do you think about that? I can't agree with you more. The problem is I, I think that they are absolutely shying away from build, building moderate and especially value rooms. Uh, you know, they just, they, their eyes on whatever they can do for deluxe slash DVC. And that seems to be the, you know, the carrot there. There's, there's no, there's no benefit to them for building a value or moderate. Uh, I feel like at this point, they're just like, well, we know we can get more money um, from these deluxe hotels. So, and as well as we can get the DVC, you know, funds as well. So um, I, I, I agree with you. They do need more value and moderate rooms. I, I just don't see them doing it. I, I think that they have their eyes only on deluxe and DVC at this point, unfortunately for, you know, the fans and, and people who are looking to go and visit the parks, you know, that, that they are looking to stay at something maybe a little more affordable. Um, and they're just, I don't, I don't think they're in the market to build affordable rooms at the moment. That's a good point. Rob, you know, he's watching on YouTube. He says that, you know, they don't want to build more rooms cause they couldn't charge as much, which, you know, again, supply demand, right. True. If you don't have the, you know, when the, when the supply is down, the demand is high and you can charge it's right. I mean, that is true. It's a very good point in a name that I have not seen. I've talked to her a few times on social media lately, I but see I have it. not seen her here in the live recordings forever. And so glad to see Masayo, our great friend from over in Japan, Masayo, we have missed you. We're so glad to yes. see you here. She says, but well, then what about the park reservations going on again? That's a whole nother thing. You would have to you yeah. know, capacity for the theme parks. We have more people in the hotel rooms, but I just think, you know, you don't have to have the resort should never be hundred percent sold out. Like it's okay to have it at 90%. 
where people have choices to kind of pick and choose. I don't know, maybe because I'm not a CEO, I'm not a businessman, so I'm probably terrible at this. I'm looking at it again. I always look at everything from a guest perspective. Scott, final words on this for the hotel hotel room. Yeah, I agree with you, but and I I see that sometimes too. Like I hear you always telling me, like, oh my gosh, I'm looking for these guests, and like I can't find anything these two or three weeks. I see because I'll, I'll play around. You, know, I think we all like do daydreaming sometimes. Like, oh, what if I made a trip like this weekend? Like, what's available? And like, it's always nothing, right? But what gets me? You leave like the Magic Kingdom and you're on World Drive, and there's this like sign that says, "Need a place to stay." Yeah. Like, I can't remember the exact verbiage. Yeah, totally. Was like yeah. called like the reservation yeah, hotline. Four seven W Disney. To yeah, totally. And yeah. I always think like you never have any rooms. Like, <laughs> right. what, if I call, what if I call that number right now, legitimately? Are you going to book me a room somewhere? Because yeah, I don't think no. they. I don't think you can because I don't see anything online unless that they have like a secret stash that is just meant for that advertisement. Nope. I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things. That, it's, that gets again, me every time, though. Yeah. No, that sign. I remember that. Yeah, no, the sign's 407 W Disney. It's right there on World Drive. Yeah, it's right there on World it. Drive. You need a room? Call this number. Like, I don't believe you. Yeah, they're going to call you and be like, sorry, sucker, keep moving. <laughs> sorry, like, not. <laughs> yeah, it just takes you some re recording that no one ever answers, though. The yeah, phone, right? not tonight. Yeah, it is, I just think, you know, you just have to. Plus, I think you also have to kind of look at the demographics of. Again, I know you can't build a hotel for like the, the economic situation you're in right now, right? But I mean, right now, I think it'd be very good for Walt Disney World to have values and moderates because you would rather have people traveling on the value moderate side of things than not traveling at all because they just can't afford a deluxe. You'd rather have people in those rooms buying cheesecake, you know, uh, tie-dye cheesecake, going to your theme parks, buying, you know, maybe one souvenir per kid rather than nothing at all because they just can't get in because they can't do a $500 a night room. I mean, it's just... Or to tie in this, like, and not to go, like, add on to, like, your what your what you're doing wrong, add some more on-site benefits, too, because... Oh, well, like, yeah, they definitely like took the, away all those. There's no rooms available. There's no real on-site benefits. So what stops them from going to another, like, off-site right. hotel? Like, they need more rooms and more benefits. Boom. It's not that hard. In down in Tennessee. Boom. Right there at the exact same time in the chat. Right there with a the comment. My improvement is giving on-resort guests priority. Dining reservations again. Uh, she's missed that on her last four trips. Exactly. I mean, it's just, you know, it's making you feel more special like you used to for being on property because you are a guest. And so give the guests more perks. You don't, you don't have I mean, to invent them. Just go back to what we had. Same thing goes for the fact that, you know, you can only, if you do evening ec what extra hours, you can only do those if you're a, a deluxe resort right. guest. I mean, why? Why Why are we not allowing the people staying at the value and moderates, you know, that that ability to? Like, it's, it's yeah, anyway. That's yeah, a discussion. <laughs> we can continue on Sunday night's live call-in show. Scott's going to be out of town, but hey, I'll be with you. So give me a call on Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, Facebook and YouTube. If you do not call in, it will be a short show. So join maybe me. Maybe I'll give you a call, Mike. Or maybe, maybe Scott will. Yeah, maybe, or maybe I'll call Scott because it goes both ways. I can actually call out too. So yeah, just uh, join us Sunday night and we'll do a live call-in show uh, here in the, the podcast studios, Facebook and YouTube. See you then. Of course, don't forget today's show brought to you as always by the Magic for Less Travel. We are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. So swing by the website today, check out all the great trip planning tools, and fill out that quote form. If you mentioned the show, that uh, quote form does come to me, and we'll be working together on that trip, and I'd appreciate that. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. 
Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help support everything we do. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons. You are the heartbeat of the podcast. You make this all possible. And I thank you so very much for that. Our patrons get that bonus show, which isn't much, but it's kind of fun. It's Mike in the Midwest every Tuesday. So swing on by for that. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast follow all of ricky's adventures on the social media she's at ricky nibs r-i-k-k-i-n-i-b-s on instagram and twitter you gotta follow scott he's going to see tom brady down in tampa tomorrow so check that out he's at epscott e-p-s-c-o-t on instagram and twitter i'm at be our guest mike i'll just be hanging out back in st louis cutting the grass every other day but hey I'll try to make it fun, maybe do a Reels. Who knows? My life is kind of boring, but sometimes fun. I'd love to uh, see you over there, and I'll catch you on Sunday night. All right, so let's get out of here, and let's kick off that weekend right now. i got to get over to LS Tech, like I said at the top of the show. So for Ricky and Scott, I'm Mike. Wish you a great weekend. Whatever you do, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.